<laughs> the year that we never thought would be. Uh, the year 2021. It is Tuesday. Uh, we're we're live today, and and I'm pumped about this because we've got a a great uh, great show lined up, and uh, hopefully, you know what we're what we're wanting to do here, guys. As you join us, um, we've got a few people in here. Um, as y'all come in, we are doing a live Q and A with Andy on uh, all things filler. Um, we'll be answering aesthetic type questions, filler questions. And as you can see by uh, the way Andy's face looks, uh, he is uh, he is well taken care of from a filler standpoint and a, a Botox standpoint because we don't even know if he's upset or happy or... Ben, I cannot wait until the day you get Botox into that face. I always say needles in your face pleasure in your base okay <laughs> and, and, and two, yes and two what we're kind of and what i'd love to focus on too is what we do and what we've been doing a lot in the office is actually filler within the lips so okay. i feel like um that, that's what we've been kind of getting more comments about how much is too much and what do you want them to look like where does it put in how do they feel um uh, and two uh, men do lips as well lips are not just for females we do uh male lips as well um and, and what that looks like we've done actually several cases this morning yeah that's it's, it's super fascinating and and as people come in here i just want to remind everybody uh say hello um tell us you're here in the comments uh put your question in the comments uh we're going to be interacting with everybody throughout this show today uh so we'd love to love to say hi to you and answer any question you have on fillers um in particular and um, of course we'll take questions on botox or or any other uh, topic um, you would like um, Andy's thoughts on. Um, what about the lip flip? Because when you said filler in your lip, that's not the lip flip, correct? Correct. No, no. So um, lip flip uses neuromodulators. There's going to be a lot of discussion too in the, the future about changing it from everybody says Botox or they'll say neurotoxin and now it's actually neuromodulator. Botox is a brand, so there's different types of neuromodulators. Toxin kind of has a negative connotation, which is why they don't use it as much, but it modulates movement. So it makes, instead of lifting your forehead, raising, you make that same motion, that same expression, but it stops it. So you make less wrinkles. Flip, you put it here right under the nasal passages, kind of in the filtral columns above the lip, and it can relax that top layer so that your lip goes from here to here so you see more of the top lip you can put it in the bottom lip as well it's just sometimes it can get skewed if you put you have to be pretty particular about your placement flip uses neuromodulators like botox or xeomin filler having a lip augmentation means that you're putting in you're putting in a substance that stays so filler fills and stays. Juvederm's one of the more common ones for the lip, and there's different types, which I actually brought with me. So Allergan is a company that uses this. Um, filler become uh, the Juvederm line comes in different attachments. So there's Voluma, Velour, Vobella, Ultra Plus, uh, and Ultra. It just depends on. They have this little thing in the office. If you ever go to the office, you can feel one of these. You feel how soft it is, so you can actually touch what the actual filler is. So there's softening fillers and lifting fillers and then just fill fillers. The one that we actually use uh, for the lips is either Ultra Plus XC or the Vobella. Those are the softer ones. And you want your lips, you don't want to lift your lips. Voluma, 
and cheeks lifts. So it's a stronger, it's you feel this on, on this little pad and it's actually a lot tougher. Like this, this, uh, can you see this? I can see it. Yeah. Like, like that Vobella, that's a lot tougher to the touch than something like ultra or ultra plus. Um, and you want something that's not as tough in your lips. You want them to be soft. You want them to look like an, like an apple peel. You want them to actually look hydrated. So, so let's go back here. So there's lots of different types of fillers. You just went over Juvederm, uh, Volbella, Volur, mm -hmm. the different types of Juvederm. Can you mm -hmm. kind of walk us through, you know, from your lips up, which one you use each one for and yeah, the, the, the type of, uh, maybe the type of look you're going for, um, when you're, when you're doing these injections? Yes. So, uh, you, you always start top to bottom. And so filler is not indicated above the eyes. So really, so you don't do filler up here. We ask all the time, can you fill lines up here? You, it's not indicated. It's, it's mid and lower face. Okay. So mid, mid face, you use something that's a little bit tougher. You use Voluma. So Voluma is going to lift and it's a hyaluronic acid. So it fills and brings water in to lift. Uh, you can also use Radius. Radius is calcium hydroxylate. It's a little bit tougher. It's, you can actually be, it's a little bit tougher on the feel. It's a little bit, it can be harsher. It doesn't mean that it's harsher, but I feel if you look at them, it's more, it's viscous. It's almost, almost looks a little bit like icing when compared to Voluma, which is a little bit more liquidy. It looks almost like a sugar gel. Um, the calcium hydroxylate kind of builds collagen, so it's nice in this area. Lower face, you can. It is indicated to put filler into the nasolabial folds. These are kind of those lines right here. Yeah. You, uh, if you were to do that, most often people would say to actually do cheeks first. That's why you start top to bottom. Lifting the cheeks lifts those lines. Do you see that? If I had lines right here, yeah, it would just lift. So they actually say <laughs> that putting it into the nasal labial fold, people don't do that as much. If you were to do it, I would use Ultra Plus. Ultra Plus is Juvederm Ultra Plus. <coughs> Excuse me. And then lips, I like using Ultra Plus or Vobella. There is new indications coming out. We'll be trained on this to do chin and jaw. You can do jaw augmentations to create a jawline, to lift the jaw back so that if you have these pre-jaw, uh, pre, uh, the sulcus jowls, I think it's called pre-jowl sulcus, uh, whatever, the jowls, you can bring those back. And actually you use Voluma for those, Voluma or Radius. And, and so it seems to me like the main purpose of the of fillers, no matter where you're putting it, is to lift, which is why you start from the top down below the eye, of course, because you can actually impact the bottom by the lifting nature of going up top here. So that's why when you think of filler, you think of kind of cheeks. Yes, but the filler also goes in the lips too. Okay. So I, I like fillers. Fillers are for the inside the lips. It's basically going into the layer. You go technically for Voluma, your Voluma and Radius, the ones that go in the cheek, you're hitting bone. I'm tapping my bone right now. You have to tap the bone with the needle and then spread it along. That's supposed to be on the periosteum, so right on the bone. Uh, for, for We don't have bones in our lips, so for Ultra Plus, it's indicated to be a lot more shallow. That's why you can't put radius in your lips. It's supposed to be on the bone. There's not a bone there. Okay, so let, let's focus on the lips. I, I know you wanted to, to really dive deep on fillers for the lips today, and you mentioned uh, Ultra Plus is what you're putting in uh, lips on, most of the time? Mm -hmm. 
Juvederm Ultra Plus or Vobella. Okay. What what would be a if I'm coming in and how would I decide which one to to choose? Would it be purely based on price? Uh, no, based on location. Oh, for 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 lips between Vobella and honestly it, it, to me they feel interchangeable it may you may have a preference i if it's your first time doing lips i just go with your healthcare provider's opinion or what they have in stock if you really have an opinion if i've used both and want one uh then make sure to call first and say because they're most often going to use just the filler that they have on hand that's indicated for the area well let me ask you this from a provider standpoint is there, is there, are they different to inject with in terms of like from, you know, an artist standpoint, is it a different feel on your end? Yeah, uh, not between Vobella and Ultra Plus, but between Radius, the, the MERS products and the Allergan products. So those are two big companies. They do feel much different. Absolutely. I was kind of telling you one looks a little bit like icing and the other one looks a little bit more like sugar gel. Okay. Um, Voluma goes in a little bit more easily, but I also love radius in the cheeks. I, I like both of them. It just, to me, when doing that, I like to ask the patient, are you a radius type of person? What kind of cheek do you want? Um, is this, are we just adding volume to kind of lift or do you want a little bit of a, a, a more of a contour contour is big so um for that i kind of look at the patient and see and also see the goals uh radius built collagen uh while juvederm goes in a little bit more smoothly so it just kind of depends on what you want this is going to be like a, a real ignorant question i'm sure but when you put filler in the lips that's not a permanent thing correct like is it it goes down no. over time it goes down over time. Yeah, usually a year. 12 to 18 months is, a, is is kind of how long fillers in general last. You can expect a year. Okay. And if so I, they're not permanent. If I'm a patient, do I need to come in with an idea of, of what I'm wanting to do as far as like, you know, how, how big I want my lips to look or anything like that? Yes, absolutely. I, I like kind of take it. There's a questionnaire that we have at the office. We don't use it a ton. I think we should use it more. What are my problem areas? What do I, what do I see? Because you're going to see something on your face that I don't see. I actually like having, I have our sister Kelly's an esthetician. So I usually have her come in the room and say, this is what I suggest. Uh, Andy, actually, I think you need a little bit more here. Having a third eye on your face is great. I have a lot of patients come in and say, like, I just feel like it's a, this side's a little bit bigger than this side. That's something you look at your face every day and I do, and, and providers don't. So it, it absolutely helps to know and have an idea of what you're looking for. Examples would be, um, I hate these lines. I want these lines gone. Whatever you can do for these lines. Or my lips are really thin. I'm really looking for bigger lips. I will always say this to you. Less is more. Oh my God. Less is more. You know, you're going to look like the people that work in the office, if that makes sense. Cause that's who we practice on. <laughs> so, so it's a good indicator too. If you go into an office, no matter what the office is, the front office staff, if you've, if they've had filler, that's what typical your filler is going to look like because this is the thing. With these companies, they have recommended starting doses. So it depends if you go straight with the book or what you're going to look like on, on the other end. Sometimes there'll be like a syringe per decade. So if you're in your 50s, you can expect around five syringes. I 
don't like going over. I usually start with one and do half and half and then come back in two weeks to say, if we need more, you like it, the swelling's gone down. Uh, a rule of thumb is you can do a syringe and a syringe in the cheek, no more than a syringe to start with in your lips. No, it's it's too much. It's too little of an area. Start with half a syringe, two full syringes. That, that's actually a great piece of advice with the less is more because, you know, you can come back a week and a half later if you're not quite happy with it. Whereas, you know, if you start off with, with too much, it's probably difficult, difficult to uh, to get where you want to go. Is that right? So you kind of inch your way towards where you're where you're wanting to go. I, this is probably just personally, I don't like an overinflated look. I yeah. don't like a, I don't like a very, if you do put, do too much filler in the cheek, you're going to have a heavy look. It's, it's going to lift, but it's just going to look heavy. Have you ever seen that? looks like she has chickmunk cheeks. Sure. That, sometimes it's just too much filler. Uh, same with the lips. If you notice that the top lip has been flattened and there's no keep exposed. So anatomy of the lip, there's vermilion borders, there's oral commentures. The filtral columns, I'm a poor example because I have a beard, but filtral columns that help uh, make the cupid's bow right in the middle. If you flatten that top lip and you have the same dimensions for top versus bottom lip, depending on your facial structure, it usually looks too much. I was going to ask that in terms of, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of people are probably thinking they have a, a smaller upper lip. Um, is that something that do you focus on the upper versus the lower or or do you kind of have to make them match? Make it match the face. So they shouldn't look, they shouldn't look equal unless that now what they say, um, is that African Americans look better with a 50, 50 ratio of top lip to bottom lip. That is actually more aesthetically pleasing with the facial structure and that Caucasian Asian, uh, females look better with one third to two thirds ratio. So a little bit heavier on the bottom lip, a little bit less on the top lip. But honestly, I always ask patients what they like and just ask them what they like. I like, no matter what, kind of doing a little bit less on the top uh, than the bottom and and bringing out a little bit more of a pout in the middle. I like focusing on the middle, a little bit of a cupid's bow, pout in the bottom. There's several ways to, to inject, which I think is important for what you can expect. Our office doesn't do dental blocks and a lot of offices do. And I think that's great. We just, we just do topical uh, lidocaine. All the fillers have lidocaine in it. But topical lidocaine help numb that initial stick. But a lot of patients, they'll do dental blocks, and then the whole lip will be numb. Can you explain what that is? Because actually, um, we got to hang out uh, this past week, and I over I overheard you talking to somebody about a about a dental block. Can you explain for for the people with us what that is? Yeah. So a dental block basically just takes a lidocaine and it goes into the nerve inside the mouth. It's basically a block that you have at the dentist. Um, and you basically, you open your mouth, you put it in and lidocaine, uh, goes in kind of like right here, okay. right here, you do it right inside and it numbs these structures right here that you can't feel your teeth so that you can work on your teeth, but it also numbs the lips as well. And that way you can really just work in there without the patient having, being in distress. It does take away animation and it causes some swelling too. So that can, anytime there's swelling, it can kind of make you think that I've already put filler there. If that makes sense. Interesting. So yeah, it could kind of alter, you know, the, yes. you know, what you're trying to do. Um, okay. I, I just want to say hello to some people. Uh, Anne, thank you for being here. We're going to get to your question here in a second. Uh, Marsha, 
Marsha, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, guys, uh, please say hello, ask a question. We're going to interact with people uh, throughout this show. So if you do have any technical questions um, for Andy regarding aesthetics, filler, I'm sure we'll go into you know Botox or anything of that nature if you're interested. Uh, a question I have, Andy, is you know we talked a little bit about pain. What can people expect? Um, is it something that they need to be concerned about? I think it's something you need to be aware of. I don't think it's concerning. Everybody responds differently and it depends on the number of sticks. It kind of depends on your pain threshold. It's, you can feel it. You can feel it. I feel it's more pressure. You're opening, your lips are very vascular and have a lot of nerve endings. That's why people kiss. There's nerve endings on there. You have feelings. So it's, it's not comfortable, but I don't want to say it's outright the most painful thing in the world. So I, I'm, I think I'm hearing it's more painful in the lips than it is uh, in the cheek area. Probably more painful in the lips than the cheek, but that's all patient anecdotes. There's not a rhyme or reason to say this is more. You have more nerve endings in your lips and you're going into soft tissue rather than tapping on bone. Okay. So Anne has a really interesting question and I, I had to read it twice to kind of get what, what we're saying here. Uh, she asked, do fillers stretch the lips so much that you have to keep having more and more as time goes on? And, uh, and I think that's a really good question. I, I think too, it all, I, with filler, it comes in hyaluronic acid is the substance that is in Juvederm, what goes in the lips. So it brings water in. So hyaluronic acid loves water, which fills. Um, so it's going to diminish over time. So there'll be stretch, but not so much in the skin to where your lips will look saggy over time. And it, it, usually people do not put more than one syringe in the lip in total. Um, so, so no, I don't think it will require more than, you'll just go back to kind of your baseline. Is that, you know, sometimes you'll see, um, lines above the lip, um, mm -hmm. in, in men and women who have gotten, uh, lip injections. Is that one of the consequences of, of getting filler? No, so perioral lines are more often from sucking a straw, like pursing your lips to suck a straw or smoking is okay. more common. As we age, we get more perioral lines. These are the lines that go right on the top of the, they look like smoker's lines, whether or not you've had smoking in your history or not. You can fill those. You can actually go right into them and fill. So you can just do this topically as well. A lip flip is great for those. The reason I like lip flips for perioral lines is that it doesn't get heavy on the top of your lips. It just relaxes it. So it kind of decreases the appearance. This is a good, it'll probably go against what your dentist says, but young people, encouraging young people, don't do as many straws. It's, a, it's not great for the environment anyways, if it's a plastic straw. B, you're constantly doing this. That is going to create lines. I see it all the time. And is that lines you would, you would use Botox for, or is that still? You can use both. You can use a neuromodulator by putting in and relaxing that lip, or you can fill. If they're deep set, it's, it's, you're going to get more of an immediate response and a better response with filler versus neuromodulator. Really super, super interesting. And, and I believe, uh, so it looks like uh, Jenny has a question here. Uh, can your face get so used to fillers that the product doesn't work after time? So it seems to me this is a question of, do you get uh, uh, immune is not the word, uh, where your body yeah. just doesn't respond? Yeah, that's actually a good question. I don't have a great answer for that. I know that kind of once you start um, and, and it goes out, like say if we're talking about cheeks, 
We use hyaluronic acid. It just stays there and then slowly metabolizes every year. And then you put more in and it just kind of keeps that lift. Consequently, you're not creating a line right here because you're lifting the line. So you may have a decreased appearance here, but the skin may be, you may require more. That's why they say a syringe per decade. So I think you do need more. The thing I like about Radius is that Radius builds collagen with calcium hydroxylate. So really you're kind of building your own natural structures in there to lift and actually create more of your own collagen to continue lifting. Uh, so I, that's what I, I can see a continual after effect that you may not need as much later on. Just kind of depends on, and it depends on what your goal is. I think old therapy is a great thing because old therapy using ultrasound uh, technology and heat to create your own collagen is better. You always want to use your own versus other uh, synthetic, but if you need synthetic, it won't hurt. So that, that's actually super interesting. I didn't realize that about Radius and that being a difference between Radius and, and uh, Juvederm is that Radius seems to be enhancing kind of like microneedling you know microneedling is supposed to you know rev up your collagen production and because you're increasing blood flow so anything that has vascular blood flow is it's gonna heal and create angiogenesis and create new vascularity so so that's that's why that works with microneedling that's it, but but can you explain the radius one more time how that's working in, in the sense of of using your own collagen Calcium hydroxylate is what Radius is. Radius is just the brand, but it's a, a dermal filler on a periosteal bone that cr can create and help build your own collagen or SMAS um, from, the, from the base up. So it, it, it's basically, it's a filler. It's just a different compound you're putting in as opposed to hyaluronic acid, which loves water and brings water in. Super fascinating. I, I did not know that. Uh, I got to show this, Andy, just because I want to. I want to build you up a little bit. Uh, Andy does a great job, oh, says Marsha. Oh, uh, Marsha. <laughs> so, so Marcia, thank you for that, Marsha. Thank you, uh, Jessica. We're so happy you're in here. Thank you for hanging out with yes. us. Yes. Uh, Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, I'm man. Gonna, this is so much fun, and and my my favorite part is is getting to getting to interact with with the people who are are hanging with us. Uh, and we're, we're on at, you know, 1.30, which is a different time for us. I want to remind everybody, uh, we're back on uh, Facebook and YouTube Live tonight uh, at around 5.45 with Dr. Rogers for another segment of 5 at 5. We've got some amazing questions this week, and uh, we're also going to take some live questions there as well. Um, so, Andy, tell me, for everyone watching, what have you done? What's your, what, what's your, <laughs> what is, what is your, uh, prevention method because, and then get into prevention because I know you, you've talked a lot to me about, uh, prevention as I'm smiling and showing all my, all my wrinkles. Yes. Um, okay. So if we're talking about wrinkling, so for sagging, as we age and we sag, this is loss of, of fat. It's loss of fat pads and loss of collagen. So it just sinks that way. That's what happens as we age. So radius typically that can help also to alt ultrasound through old therapy can help anything to build your own collagen. So people, there's mixed reviews on whether or not, um, supplemental collagen by mouth actually gets into the skin and into the hair. I like it. I think it works well. Uh, but there's not great studies saying that that is proven to build the collagen in your skin. There's different types of collagen. I like, okay, wear sunglasses. I think of easy things. Wear sunglasses, don't drink straws, out of straws. You're going to get less wrinkling here, 
less wrinkling here. When you think about it, you kind of squint. The sun's kind of out right now. You kind of squint. If it's cloudy or sunny outside, wear sunglasses. You can get prescriptions for sunglasses. Like you, sometimes people can get Oakleys paid for. Those are easy fixes to fix these areas or to prevent these areas and these areas right here. Anything topical, topical is great. So Kelly uh, and our esthetician, our aesthetics department has a topical hyaluronic acid you can put on lips and it looks like you have lip filler without having lip filler. That's an amazing product. Um, retinol is great for retinol a couple times a week or once a week um, is great for wrinkling and to anything topical is preventable. So wash your, then wash your face. I know you don't wash your face, wash your face. There's evidence to that like you're getting rid of your microbiome with washing too much, but I think if you want wrinkle preventage, you need cell turnover. So uh, I do all therapy. I did it under the eyes because that's a hard area to target. I get a lot of questions of, can you put under eye filler and in the tear troughs? On paper, no, plenty of offices do it. It's just a little bit of a scary area, but plenty of people do. But the way to do that, all therapy is a great, great place to put that. And it's using your own collagen. Um, preventative Botox one to two times a year, starting in your late in, starting in your late twenties, it's worth the investment or late twenties or thirties. Don't do it too much. Less is more. So you, you have not done filler. You've done old therapy. I have not done filler. Okay. I've done old therapy and I've done neuromodulators and so, then topical. So would filler not be considered super prevention oriented the way that maybe Botox is? It can not as much as both, not as much as neuromodulators are. Neuromodulators, they do twin studies with that, and you can see the difference in 15 years of doing it low dose. Uh, with filler, there is the argument that it can, doing just enough in the cheek. What you would do is you would try to get rid of that line. That's the line that must, it's the smile line, that line putting it in your cheek can help lift for that. So that's where I can see it being preventative, doing it once a year, if that at very low doses. Ange, I, I got to say our operations manager, Katie, is with us, and she said that I may, may need to get some Botox. Uh, uh, yes. What's your, what's your opinion? Ben, I couldn't, I, couldn't have a, I couldn't have a more resounding yes to that opinion. I want to say, dear God, why have you not? You work in this, you work in this office. It's downstairs. Let me just – I say pop, 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 pop. Done. Done. <laughs> Um, okay. I will say your wrinkles will not fix themselves. Okay. They ain't going to fix themselves, Ben. They ain't. And, and in 10 years, when we have this conversation and I said, remember when you're going to be like, I don't know. Well, I won't even be able to see you. Unfortunately, we're going to have this video and this podcast podcast episode to, uh, to refer back to. So I, it seems that my, excuses are, are gonna or at least the excuse that i didn't know any better are probably out the window and two you've been in the sun you're a tennis player yep. you've had so much sun exposure that it does it, it affects the top of your skin and the integrity of the dermal layer i mean pin dear god i meant like let me help let me help you let me help you help you Okay, let, let me get to Kathy's question. Then I got another question for you about the the straws thing because I think it's I think it's interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. Kathy asks, "What do you recommend for marionette lines?" 
Yeah, so the oh, marionette lines down here. Yes, hold on, let me get back to you. I just clicked out of my browser. Shoot, where are you? There you are. Okay, yes, marionette lines. So, marionette lines are difficult too. You can put a little bit of Botox or neuromodulators here into this muscle. So, you kind of make a face like this, you grab the muscle, and it can help relax and lift that up because there's a muscle, an angular depressor muscle. It's hard to do this when you're figuring out where you're hands are with hey you're doing so, great you're doing great it's an angular depressor muscle that just brings that it's your frowning muscle so it's strong intense and if you relax that muscle it pops back up two units two units on the other side can absolutely help with that shorter term fix you can put filler in so two, those tend to not go on their own so putting in a, a lower face filler like juvederm into those lines is 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 fine you can also radius has to sit on the bone which is why it doesn't go in so you want to go in a little bit more superficially and do that it's just it can tend to give you a little bit of a heavier look if you do too much barely enough to just kind of help erase those and do with your topical cell turnover so old therapy is a great place i uh, can't old therapy can't sit because there's a nerve right there uh Anything topical, microdermabrasion will help out with, or uh, not microdermabrasion, microneedling will help out with that too, skin pin. Did I answer your question? I'm sorry. That, Kathy, Kathy do, do a follow-up question if that did not quite uh, get there. Um, I want to, Jenny on YouTube has a, has a question. Uh, can you get filler at the same time you get old therapy? And yes, we know, Jenny, you have lots of questions. <laughs> yes, is this mom? Yes, mom. I love it, mom. Dear God. <laughs> Thank you, uh, mom. Yes, so you can, but technically with the old therapy, you're not supposed to do on top of filler. So, too, because of what you're seeing is you're seeing it. You're, there's, there's not great evidence that it's actually true, but if you're being as safe as possible, you're not wanting to add heat on top of what you just put into your body. So you want to heat first and then fill or at least give it enough time for that filler to set. You're going to see filler on ultrasound. Super interesting. Super interesting. Uh, Katie asks, uh, who is best, Dr. Rogers or Andy? Andy, what's your thoughts on that? <laughs> Dr. Rogers? No <laughs> question. I appreciate that that question or even that I get put in that category, but um, uh, Dr. Rogers, 100%. <laughs> I, I will tell you that with, with what we do at Performance Medicine, we will – we like a softened look, not a harsh look. I don't like harsh surprise. I like soft, supple, refreshed. That's you use it. It's like looking at suboptimal hormones. You get them to optimal. Same way with your face. Get it to optimal. Don't get it so that you look crazy. You you that we really typically and I and and our mid levels here. We have a lot of. I like to take my time with filler. I will stop halfway through, show you how does this look. Where do you see differences? It's kind of like painting. You don't want to go through that quick. You know, we, we had a we had a great um, episode of behind the scenes with with Julie Ashens in Kingsport in the Kingsport office. If you haven't uh, hung out with Julie or seen her, uh, say hello to her next time you're in the Kingsport office. She's amazing. Or watch that video. Um, and she talks a ton about you know the purpose of the aesthetics and you know how it can all like where it fits in in terms of like a health and wellness thing and. And I found that really fascinating, you know, because the better you feel about the, the way you look, you know, the more likely it is that you're going to do other healthy behaviors like, you know, eat better, get, your, get a good night rest, uh, exercise. It's just interesting how it's like a, 
there's certain things that you can do that really are uh, motivi- motivating or inspiring that get you to do uh, like the real stuff, which is, you know, eating well, getting out and moving. Have you noticed that in terms of like, you know, what aesthetics, uh, the, the part that aesthetics plays in a performance medicine type practice and in, in an integrative type practice? Wait, repeat the question. I'm, I was with you, Ben. I was with you on that. I was, I was there, and then somehow <laughs> got derailed. I dislike. Uh, I, I don't want to say a set quote from Billy Madison somewhere in your incoherent rambling. For we... for everyone who's with us, this this is such a Ben thing to do. Is I'll get into this. Um, like what? Yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll start to like... <laughs> I'll start to get philosophical and 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 like motivational but but and then my my question gets long-winded but i guess this is this is what happens when this just 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 sleep just just sleep i i really hope no one no one out there's asleep if you are asleep that's okay that's okay that's okay ben that was so sweet though that was i could tell somewhere in your rambling that there was something nice in there and and that really warmed my heart (laughs) i think i think you're asking like what's the punchline question? Like the the the, the punchline question is, you know, where does aesthetics and taking care of your skin and doing things like filler, how does that impact your health overall? Is oh my god, it's sure is yeah. You look you look at your face every day. Why would you not spend money on it? That's what you look at every day. Two ounce of prevention, pound of cure, you're going to come into it when you have money in your 60s and you wish you had done something earlier. Not to say that that's not fixed. I mean, you can do that at any time. I love it. But ounce of prevention, pound of cure, and you look at your face is the thing. You spend the most time in your mattress, spend money on your mattress, which I did two weekends ago. You spend the most time in your shoes, wear comfortable shoes, and also you look at your face every day. That's the thing you see. You can't. You don't cover it up except during coronavirus with masks. So, uh, so, 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 I think it's worth it to to take care with it. One hundred percent. I think it's just as much about your mental health that is as it is about actual physical health. Yeah, I, I think the look good, feel good thing is a real thing, and you know, it's a certainly a cliche line, but uh, but I think taking care of your skin and uh, wanting to look your best, I think can, can impact your health in a, in an overall, you know, very big way. And, and we're certainly big proponents of it. And fine line between, God, it's not like appearance is everything. I don't want this to be a superficial thing. It's, there is something to the way that you carry yourself, the way that you think about yourself, the way you think about yourself is way more important than what you actually look like. For oh, sure. for sure. But this aesthetics can help, and it's and it's when you spend money on yourself and time on yourself, uh, it means that you value you, and you should value you. I I love that. I think that's such a big part of uh, of what we're trying to do, and as well as what we're trying to do at Performance Medicine Audio. Um, and and I believe we 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 have a, a special going on. Um, if if they can put that up there. Um, all right, mention you watch this video and you will get $50 off. Come your- see me, yes. <laughs> $50 off your fillers treatment. All you got to do is mention the video you saw with Ben and Andy. Uh, everyone up front and all of our offices will know what you're talking about. Uh, we would love to, to have you come in. Uh, come in, see Andy, see Kara in Knoxville. You got 
gosh, you got Fran in Johnson City as well, Dr. Rogers, Lori in Kingsport, um, Amber in Kingsport. Uh, lots of great injectors there, and, and um, you know we'd love to love to help you out in any way that we can. And, and uh, in February, we've got that $50 off. Mention the video, um, and you can come get that. Andy, man, this has been a blast. I, I don't thank no, you so much for having me. I don't normally get to see you during the day, um, so so this has been this has been cool. Tell uh, Rachel and Olivia thank you for blocking your schedule right now and giving you some time with me and everyone who's been uh, hanging out with us. Uh, to the people in the comments, to the people watching uh, live, thank you so much uh, for yes, hanging out. Thank you. Uh, thank you for your questions. Uh, uh, Jessica, I see you. Uh, Katie, thank you. Kathy, uh, this has been wonderful. I, I will remind everybody we are back with Dr. Rogers here at 545. Uh, on all of our social channels, and we'll be answering your uh, health and wellness questions live, as well as the ones uh, brought in during the week. Um, guys, thank you for hanging out. Andy, thank you for all that you do, and uh, we will. We're going to see you next time, guys. Thank, thank you for for being here for our live segment here today. Uh, we'll see y'all next time. I'll see y'all in a, in a couple hours. All right. Thanks for him. All right. See you, Andrew. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.